Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kill the Cast After Dark. Um, this uh, Kill the Cast After Dark thing is going to be a free-range uh, talk show kind of thing where we're going to talk about anything and everything. Um, so, Especially our dicks. Especially our dicks. So there will be offensive material in here. There will be opinions you do not agree with. Um all that kind of stuff. It smells like one of my cats. Good. It mm. smells like one of my cats just took a shit. <laughs> uh, that's a, a a good, basically, idea of what this is. It's the Kenneth's smell of Kenneth's shit. cat shit. <laughs> um, Should I check his ass and make sure he's got a clean ass? <laughs> hey man, you have to do that with poor Can old fatty cat. Check my ass and make sure it's clean. Hey man, you got to do that with poor old fatty cat. He'll go take a shit and have something left hanging off, and he'll take you know carry it to the bed. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Cool. Um, so that's what uh, Kill the Cast After Dark with. Now, Kill the Cast After Dark actually technically had a first episode, but this is going to be episode one anyway because it's a revamp, and that first episode is actually not available, even though I do still have it. Um, the first Why episode is it not was. Available? Because uh, it was a Patreon exclusive back when we did it. Um, yeah, but when we, don't we did do Patreon. Patreon anymore. Re-release that shit for the masses. For the masses. Um, <laughs> so the first one was called uh, "Kill the Cast." Kill the Cast After Dark. Porn and Taxes. Because me, Kenneth, and Alex Edwards of the Skeleton Crew and Married with Children podcast were recording a episode on a movie, and it just wasn't going right. It wasn't flowing right. So we decided to just stop mid-movie and just start talking about random shit. And we were talking about taxes and motorcycles and porn stars uh, and just kind of all kind of random shit. So I just released it um, as Kill the Cast After Dark. And here recently I've been kind of really wanting to do that because I wanted to do a show where we could kind of talk about absolutely anything, especially since... Peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Uh, yeah, especially since... Um, not only do like me and Kenneth like talking about world events, but so does Jay um, and controversies. But we all three are kind of in slightly different positions when it comes to political leanings and how we see the world. And we're all three not going to agree on stuff. Um, but we all respect each other, each other enough to know we're not bad people and we can have so these conversations far. and still be friends. <laughs> Well, considering yeah. that uh, I still have the marker on the refrigerator where it says Jay was here from like 2019, I think Aww, we're doing good so really? far. Yeah, I had to, I never t I never fucking wiped Aww. it off. It's still there, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man, I still left it there. Yeah. So, uh, if you're into that kind of thing, welcome. If you're not and you just want to hear us reviewing movies, then you know, click off. This ain't going to be your thing. Oh yeah, um, and I'm gonna go ahead and put a trigger warning because if we get into a certain conversations or something like that, and you, you know, I'm not saying this to be an asshole or anything else like that, but if you're sensitive or something like that, and you cannot take it or it's gonna piss you off or something like that, yeah, you might as well just go ahead and stick to the movie reviews because if we get into it thick enough, more than likely we're gonna say something that's gonna piss somebody off. This this whole show needs one big general trigger warning. Yeah. So just pretty much. If, if you got trauma, so do we, and it's probably going to get talked about. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, uh, this actually isn't triggering, but just to show, like, how <laughs> emotional I can get. Last night, I'm laying in bed. I look over at Cass, who's sleeping next to me, all cute and everything, and I say thank you to him. 
and immediately start crying. Uh, listen, so there was, I, I don't know how long ago it was, but I was stoned, right? And I was explaining to my cats that I would never leave them, and I was pretty emotional myself. And it, for like 20 minutes in the in the kitchen, reassuring them that they're not going anywhere, that I'm never going to get rid of them, that they can they can live happy. And uh, yeah, so I can relate. Yeah. Um, I don't think I get emotional when I get high like that. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, man. It, when I get drunk, listen, I get that way. So I've been using marijuana for about a year now. Okay. Did he die? Did we lose or did him? he like... Did he stop to go smoke marijuana? I think he's gone. I think he's gone. I think he left us. Where he left us. Funny. Where, there oh, he there is. he is. He's back. <laughs> what happened? You oh. said I've been smoking marijuana for a year, and then it just went silent. Oh, <laughs> I thought you guys were fucking with me for a second. <laughs> like, where'd he go? No one's talking. <laughs> like I've been using for about a year now, and then blah. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the cops kicked in the door no um it's legal here but no it just it gives me this level of in tuneness with my with my emotions that i don't experience otherwise and it's uh it can be pretty profound sometimes yeah see, Dude, I, I... see I smoke for the completely opposite reason because i want to forget about my emotions and my stress throughout the day yeah, that does not work for me. Jay, did I tell you Kenneth really wants us to record an episode where we where we watch the movie High and then record the podcast episode High? Hell well, yeah! Good news, we could We've do... done that one third with the ones. <laughs> we we could do that for an After Dark though. Yeah, yeah I think that'd be fun. Because while I don't. Uh, smoke a lot of weed i will every once in a while it's just not something that i i do a lot because um it's hard for me to control my eating if i'm high and i'll start eating every like sugary thing there is i think you did a fairly good job down here when you were when you were hanging out down here because just about every day that you were here and you were hanging out with me yeah, you were stoned with us. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's because I had a, a big titty goth mom Cheyenne there to be like, Jerry, don't eat that. And that's true. Cheyenne does definitely fill the big titty goth mom role. Ugh, ugh. Yeah, so, like, ugh. Cheyenne's my big titty goth mom. Yeah. <laughs> Stepmom, big... We'll, we'll we'll make it Pornhub uh, safe. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go <laughs> even further. You know what I'm saying? And fucking, you know, one of these days when you come down here, maybe she'll get stuck in the dryer. <laughs> oh yeah, I, the whole I the come whole visit on that day. The whole time I was there, I kept <laughs> trying to convince Kenneth and Cheyenne to have sex and let me watch. Oh <laughs> yeah, I would so. Oh, I did that. They never did it, and to be fair, most of the times by the time we we got high. I'm probably going to sleep within an hour. Yeah, we couldn't even watch any fucking movies or anything because Jerry was like, like 45 minutes after smoking, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> I'm such yeah. a little bitch. I, I second this watching you guys have sex thing, though. Oh, you want to see it, too, huh? You want to see us yeah. fuck, too? Uh, yeah. Maybe one day we'll have an outing or something. My birthday is I'm June. looking at Cheyenne, and she's just looking at me, and she's fucking smiling. Uh, yeah. shaking her head. I won't even make any weird noises. I'll just sit quietly in the corner. Oh no, I'm gonna fucking jack <laughs> off. 
Yeah, oh, well, yeah. yeah. Jerry will be all up in it. He'll be like right next to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll I'm be doing my thing, and then all of a sudden I look to the left, and there's Jerry, and he's like, he's holding up scorecards and shit. <laughs> I'm like, Kenneth, can you just lift her leg a little bit? And Cheyenne's like, I don't bend like that. I can imagine you like, like right next to me. I've got this picture that Mark got me for uh, either my birthday or Christmas. I think it was my birthday that he got me, and it's that dude that played Roach in The People Under the Stairs. And he's got this, like, you know, this look on his face where he's got this crazy grin with his fingers right in front of him. So, like, when I said Jerry, I looked to my left and Jerry would be there. I actually looked to my left and there's that picture right there. And I'm like, yeah, that's about what it would be like. Are you saying I look like Roach? No, it's just yeah. the look on his face in this picture. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, anyway, uh, so with all that being said... Uh, we were talking, uh, we just recorded our show on the Cleansing Hour, which will already be out by the time this comes out, because Cleansing Hour is going to get recorded uh, first, and then we're going to, then I'm going to put this out. Um, fuck it, we were talking about retro gaming in there, and uh, I've been watching a lot of Game Center CX, which Did I win is... a sticker? Did you win a sticker? Yeah. No, I'll send you a sticker, Jay. <laughs> I think I've got one of mine around here somewhere. Like I'll send you, I'll send you stickers, Jay. You just 100%. send me Kenneth's movies, and we'll be good to go. I'll send them with the movies. <laughs> I haven't sold anything to ship anything. That's the only reason I haven't done it. But yeah, by the way, doing... that reminds me. Cheyenne wants to know what's up on them Sams. I haven't sold anything. I'm gonna be honest. But I I was talking to my buddy Jeff, and I was talking about how I really need to. I've had such a lack of motivation to do fucking anything um, since I've came back from Georgia. Um, yeah, you barely it. even talk these days. Yeah, it's been really, really bad. So, but I'm trying to force myself out of it. I've started uh, doing Twitch streaming, so people come join me Twitch streaming. You can watch me die 51 times on one level in Ghosts and Goblins. Hell yeah! Who would not want to see that? And anybody um, listening to this podcast, by the way, uh, I gave Jerry like a fucking how big is that pinhead figure? Oh, that's got to be like uh, 12 inches, 18 inches. Yeah, something <laughs> oh, like that. Wow. But yeah, that's I mean. It's porn star size. And it's still in box, never been opened. And uh, yeah, it's up for sale. So if anybody listening to this wants that's it. the one you got at, uh, didn't one of you get a pinhead figure when we were at the convention? No. No, I got a pumpkin head figure. Pumpkinhead, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah and message I, me, if you want it, message me and I'll send you pictures of it. Yeah, it's really fucking badass. It is. It's from Hellraiser three, I want to say. Yeah, and it comes with him being able to hold a box and all the rest of that. Is that and, the one where he kills everybody in the club at the end? Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that movie. Uh, fucking, that's the movie where he does the Jesus pose. Yeah, yeah. I think my favorite part of that movie is like when that dude is going at it with that chick, the guy that owns the club, and he's going at it with that chick and she gets too close to that fucking pillar that's got Pinhead's face on it and then just rips her skin off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That so shit was okay. great. So uh, in, in the cleansing hours, we were talking about retro gaming, but um, the other thing I've been really, really into is looking up like a bunch of fucked up shit. And uh, I was, I got into this rabbit hole of this thing called... Uh, the uh zoo file uh i'm sorry not zoo files uh zoo files are the people that that uh fuck animals um, i was gonna say if you want to i got a video of a girl sucking a dog's dick if you want it uh, no i've seen the linda <laughs> loveless video i'm good um i'm strangely this, curious about this 
<laughs> I'm gonna but be honest. I'm strange. Why does curious. everyone always suck dog dicks and no one's sucking cat dicks? I've seen a video one time. Tiny. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. So, a, I saw a video one time of a chick like time. with a horse. <laughs> well, you're charismatic. Yeah, <laughs> cats are charismatic. Um, yeah, but the ch- the one that I saw one time of this chick with a horse. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Yeah. I was just like, who I hasn't was, been down there? species erotico, fucko. But I was, but I, I was I, fucking impressed. <laughs> I was yeah, like, but, Jesus. Uh, the uh, uh, the zoo masochist files were like this big like leak of these people that were using a uh, like private secure uh, texting app, and they got busted for like sharing like a bunch of like zoophilia stuff, but it was like hardcore like. They were like cutting off puppies' heads and like face. Oh the God, no! Heads. I don't know. Oh, no. And, yeah. and fucking, all this shit. Like fuck one up. of them, like, like covered a stick in like uh, fire ants and was shoving it up a dog's ass. Now I didn't watch any of the videos. Ugh. Okay, I'm just telling you what like the people were saying when it. But anyway, there Are was they a... dead. They should be dead. No. Okay, so check this out. The guy who did like the two things I just oh. talked about lives in Cuba. Cuba has absolutely well at the time of this had absolutely zero laws against animal abuse taking a trip to cuba and i'll be right back yeah john wick that motherfucker yeah Yeah, for real can i make uh, a stop and borrow some of your weapons but these people were like talking about like fucking roadkill like they would talk about like finding like dead deers and fucking them damn it jerry this is not what i was prepared for when you said we were doing an after dark show yeah it's it started off cool when we're talking about the random videos that fucking jay has got on his computer and now it's not (laughs) cool anymore yeah now some (laughs) of the people from this did get arrested but they didn't really get arrested for the animal stuff they actually got arrested for pedophilia stuff because they were also talking Talking about pedophilia. Of course they were. Um, you can't fuck, fuck a dog without uh, fucking a kid. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's the the uh, a Serbian film too necromantic. Is <laughs> them they're just going to fuck? Don't uh, ruin necromantic for me. Dead, dead boy. <laughs> don't fucking ruin it's, it for me. It's gonna, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna, but it's gonna it. be produced by the Catholic Church. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. I'll get off that topic because uh, it is what the Catholic Church. <laughs> no, we can talk all night about the fucked up shit that goes on in there. Catholics supported the Nazis. Um. Anyway, uh, so that kind of shit. Um. But just they so wanted you know, to beat like the competition. I haven't been talking about. <laughs> I haven't been talking to people because I'm too busy looking up fucked up shit. Ugh. But I'm trying. I'm getting out of it. I told myself no. I have to stop. Um, and, and I'm, you That's know, have now an interesting effect on your psyche, there, Alice. You know, you would think it does. It it would because, but like, I go to sleep listening to like last podcast mm-hmm. on the left, like talking about like serial killers all the time. Yeah, that'll have an interesting effect on your psyche too. I know I've been there. And it, but it, <laughs> here's the thing: it does. I went to sleep last night listening to um, last podcast on the left talking about uh, serial killer Ed Kemper, uh, the co-ed killer. Interesting. And here's the thing: do you know what I dreamed about last night? Sex. I dreamed that me and uh, a girl that I know, who I'm not going to mention her name, but uh, she lives in Georgia. Uh, Kenneth, you've met her. Okay. Her and I were, like, I guess dating. We've been together for two, three years. She came with me to a Magic the Gathering tournament at a comic book store. But upstairs, 
Uh, Snoop Dogg and Fat Joe were hosting a uh, orgy. Uh, but the orgy was like kind of segregated. One side was like all the preppy people and the other side was like all the goth and emo and alternative people. So like we went to the goth alternative emo side of, of the orgy, but then the orgy got uh, stopped because the comic book, the comic book store owner didn't know there was an orgy going up there and he was a Christian and it was against his thing. Um, I mean, and Snoop Dogg and Fat Joe were hosting it. There had to have been a lot of people, so there was probably fluid seeping through the ceiling. Probably. <laughs> uh, so then we all went outside uh, around this, like, giant angel statue. And then after, then we all went to, like, one of the people's houses. And then, like, once we got to the house, the select few of us that went, like, there was no more segregation. But one of the preppy girls looked just like this chick that I just watched in a, in a bang bus porno. And it was like a preppy, like big titty, like blonde cheerleader. Nice. Um, I can't remember the actress' name. You need but to send like, me a I'm... link. Okay, I can find, I can find the video again. I'm sure. Um, but like that, but that's, but like I'm, ha- I'm listening to a guy who cuts off girls' heads and like face fucks the heads. But like I'm dreaming about like Snoop Dogg and Fat Joe having an orgy party. Did like you I eat don't know any whether... chocolate or anything before you went to sleep. No, um, in fact, I had um, a chicken sub from a local pizza joint for dinner last night. How long between the sub and falling mm, asleep subs. were there? Uh, three or four hours. Oh, okay. Then it wouldn't really have that much of an effect. Yeah. You know, that reminds yeah, but... me, I ate Jersey Mike's like three times in one week, a couple of weeks ago. Did you end up feeling like a Jersey girl? I guess it depends on your perspective. <laughs> in what way, Kenneth? Can you explain what that statement even means right now? Well, I guess it depends. I mean, you know... <laughs> um... If you if you sit there and you look at the inside of the sub after it's cut in half, especially with extra meat on it, I mean it kind of reminds me of JWoww. Okay, pussy lips hanging like a wizard's sleeve. Yeah, what you're saying. Uh, I wanted to make that joke while we were recording when uh, you were talking to, about you being a wizard, but I was just like, I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna make that joke on Kill the Cats. I'm gonna leave that for like the after dark because that's maybe a little too much. Um, yeah, I'm really gonna yeah, start okay. Gandalfing up when my hair like really starts going gray. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm down. I'm down for that. Um, okay, so with that being said, does anyone actually have a topic that they they've been wanting to talk about? We go back to talking about watching Kenneth and Cheyenne have sex. <laughs> no, we can't talk. <laughs> we can't talk about that all the time. Oh. Well, if me and Jerry and Wait, Cheyenne, if all cameras. three of us to get Can our you heads just turn on the asses. camera and just have Cheyenne flash that's, us that's or them both. actually have sex right now while we're recording. Because as the both cap- the war, as the, the captain war. of the show, I can't have Kenneth like go and have sex while while we're trying to record an episode. But I'll go make dinner. We can each be doing something we're not supposed to be doing while recording. It'll be great. <laughs> no, because I still need an episode. Like, yeah. that's not how this works. Oh, well, shit. No. 
Have y'all seen this shit that's going on with Russia and Ukraine? Nothing crazy, dude. We're about to go into World War Three. The Prime Minister what of happened? fucking okay, so Russia's invading happened. the Ukraine. Russia's trying to invade the Ukraine. They Why did put, I think they were the same place? Uh, because Ukraine used to be in the USSR. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so Russia, uh, is, so Ukraine's trying to join NATO. And for some reason, Putin doesn't like that. So he's been sending troops to the border of Russia where Ukraine is and been sending uh, troops inside Belarus. Uh, Bel- Belarus? I don't know how to pronounce that country. Bucharest? Uh And on their border that faces Ukraine, which is like 200 miles away from the capital of Ukraine, which is like the center of their government. Um, And basically everyone's been telling like Russia, yo, chill the fuck out. Uh, And like people have started, countries have started sending military like weapons and equipment to Ukraine. And like America said, hey, US, U.S. citizens, get the fuck out of Ukraine right now. They've started uh-huh. evacuating uh, government so who are officials. the good guys and who are the bad guys? I guess in this instance, the Ukraine would probably be the good guys because they really aren't doing anything. Like, yeah, they're as really, in they're, to stir they're up shit. They're trying to join NATO. That's it. Yeah, they're really not doing anything to stir up Wouldn't shit. would that be a good thing? Yeah. Not for Russia. But Putin, but Putin's just like, fuck that, no. And, yeah, he's mounting an assault. Yeah. And even Joe Biden right now is getting fucking the U.S. military ramped up to send fucking troops yeah. over there. Dude, Jesus the prime Christ. minister, the prime minister of England straight up said that if Russia Uvanes invades Ukraine, then I guess a lot of Russian mothers are about to lose their sons. Whoa. Like he said that shit. Now, the funniest thing to happen out of all of this is Japan was like, yo, we're doing this too. Are we're going to, get mili- military up uh, and go against Russia also. Activate and then, the like, Gundams. Every country in the <laughs> world was like, Japan, sit down. You're not doing anything. And Japan was like, all right, cool, cool. <laughs> like Japan basically got told to sit this out. But the bad thing is, is that if everything kicks off and damn Putin manages to get China on his side, oh, yeah, because realistically, yeah, uh, now III. the only thing that's going to keep China from actually doing anything is that uh, China's still trying to keep everything like stable in their own country. But to be honest, we haven't really heard anything about like the riots and shit with China in a good fucking three, four months now. So I think that might be cool, cool and calm enough that they could back Russia. But there's really no reason for them to do it except as, like, a fuck you to America. Yeah, but the, um, but the thing about... Uh, the one thing that is actually good about China in this situation is the fact that, you know, the Chinese now are more notorious for playing the long game. So they probably will wait for the damn dust to settle after all the bullshit happens, unless they have to get involved. And then they'll swoop in and fucking do what they need to do to kind of... They're going to be America in World War II, basically. Yeah, they're going to swoop in and fucking damn, you know, try to take what they can after the damn, the fight. Yeah, and North Korea is always a wild card. You never know what they're going to fucking do. Oh, Um, Drop a nuclear bomb out of nowhere. Nobody even knows it's coming, you know. Big old huge fight between the Ukraine and everybody else and Russia. And then all of a sudden, boom, a nuclear weapon comes out of nowhere. 
yeah, North Korea. Um, <laughs> uh, no one in the Middle East is going to do anything because the, half of the Middle East is trying to Americanize, and then like Afghanistan is currently ruled by the Taliban, and the Taliban's too busy trying to like actually set up a stable government and stable country, so they're not going to do anything. And ISIS is just basically going to go. Are there any Kurdish people? No. Then we don't have anyone to kill. We don't care. Yeah, so much. that's. But all this shit's kind of crazy because I'm just like, are we actually looking at something that could realistically, not as a joke, but realistically become World War Three? Yeah, I mean, it looks like if all the chips fall where they go, then yeah. Yeah. yeah, but and the funniest part about all this is, is like it's not even being talked about that much because everyone's so busy with like the Joe Rogan Spotify shit. <laughs> which, dumbass. if you're on my Facebook, you already saw the post I made. Yeah, I liked where, it. Um, where I've I've already like kind of put my opinion out there that like I don't like Joe Rogan. I don't care for him, but like trying to cancel him. For him saying some dumb shit or giving misinformation or him talking to controversial people is just dumb. He's not interviewing rapists or murderers or anything like that. He He's interviewing right-wing people that the left-wing have a problem with, so they're all up in arms. And I'm just getting like really annoyed because both sides are constantly trying to cancel shit. And then yelling at each other for constantly trying to cancel shit. Like, the right wing's like, oh, here we go. They're trying to cancel someone again. And I'm like, didn't y'all just burn a bunch of Carhartt clothing and get mad at the desexualization of M&Ms? Like, really, right wing? Sit the fuck down. Left wing? Shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. Like, both of y'all are so busy calling each other fucking Nazis and then getting mad when they're like... You like this is not an actual good comparison to what Nazis actually did, and it's like, yeah, but you're both fucking doing it, so shut the fuck up. Like, look, I get free speech only actually only counts when it's towards the government, and these companies are private companies, and they can do whatever they want. But my point is, is that you're focusing on this stupid bullshit and not real shit. Like, you're tackling these fights and not because nothing joe rogan says that's misinformation is going to convince anyone any different than they already thought when they went into listening to joe rogan because they probably already heard that misinformation from a politician and then neil young no one gives a shit about you neil young okay you're past your prime yes you had good music but you've also had really really bad opinions yourself when you were saying homophobic shit about uh, AIDS in the 80s, okay? Yeah, you when, had when the thing came up, yourself. when the thing came up, and fucking, I saw the I, the first thing that I saw where it said that Neil Young was gonna pull his shit off of Spotify uh, if uh, if they didn't, if Spotify didn't like you know cut their contract with Joe Rogan. I was just like, see you around, Neil Young. That was yeah, my first like, thought, and then I read an article today. As far as I'm concerned, both of them could disappear off the face of the planet, and there'd be no real artistic loss. Uh, I'm actually I, a I, fan of Joe Rogan. I like listening to his stuff, and the reason why I like listening to his stuff is because at this current moment in time right now, it, the, you have very few places to find 
a mishmash of different political points of view all in yeah, one all in, in one mind, run because Joe he, Rogan has interviewed left wing people he interviewed killer mike who endorsed bernie sanders yeah, like that's what is, i'm saying he has talked to both sides of oh. the coin but people only focus on when he talks to right wing people or he says something fucking dumb about fucking dmt curing covid yeah and see the thing about it is is like that's the reason why i like his show and i mean don't get me wrong there are other aspects of joe rogan that i think are fucking hilarious but the point is is that because of the insane amount of okay i don't believe what the fuck you believe so you just don't need to exist on this planet anymore and that's the way i feel about it and then the other party being the exact same way about them you don't really get to see anything that has the dual dynamic of both sides anymore because you know yeah and you and you can go all the way around into just like plain old media you know what i'm saying i mean you look at media outlets that are you know mainstream media outlets the majority of the time they're divided too i mean shit you got cnn and fox news they're completely on different aspects you know what i mean and most of that shit on those channels are bullshit anyway but the point being is that you don't really get that a whole lot anymore the majority of the time when you're listening to comedians nowadays podcasters that happen to do anything that's uh, that talk about anything that's going on in the world like politically or anything else like that most of the time it's one-sided and that's the yeah, reason there's very few that are that like okay so like philip defranco is someone that I, I i watch and respect a lot because even though he's he's very left leaning he's very good about going okay here's the story here's the non-biased version of it here is my opinion he's very clear about okay this is now the part where I tell you my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's why I uh, like Philly D. Yeah, which is something that I, I really, really like. But like yeah, my like problem with all these people canceling shit is it'll be someone wearing a David Bowie shirt talking about canceling Joe Rogan. And I'm like, oh, really? David Bowie, like, fucked 14-year-old girls. Mm -hmm. And you're wearing a David Bowie shirt. Or you're wearing a Jimi Hendrix shirt. Jimi Hendrix beat women. Like, get the fuck out of here with, like, with your picking and choosing based on, like, where your political leanings are. Like, I'm just I'm just tired of both. Like, I, I've gotten to the point where, like, both sides are fucking terrible to me. And I'm pretty fucking liberal. I'm extremely pro-LGBTQ uh, rights. I'm extremely, like, pro-human rights. There's just certain aspects that I think uh, with liberals— that's fucking annoying because it's the same exact thing I see in the extreme left that I see in the extreme right. Um, and it's just bullshit. And a lot of these both sides are living in this idea that they'll be able to create this utopia based on their extreme leanings. And they have no idea how to look at the world and understand, no, there is a center that you have to be that will never be a utopia. There, so you have to come and view the world at that center, and you have to understand that there's gives and takes, it's and they like, don't want to see that. It's kind of like the same way that I look at it, man, where it's just like a lot of times when you're hearing the opinions of a lot of people out there, no matter which side of the spectrum they land on, it's it's extremely filled with people that don't have critical thinking skills. 
you know, where it's just like, okay, this, if you really sit down and you analyze some of these things, it makes absolutely no fucking sense. You know, so like in a situation where it, we'll just take the Neil Young and the Joe Rogan thing or whatever else, whether you like Joe Rogan or not, he has the right, in my personal opinion, he has the right to say pretty much virtually whatever the hell he wants on his platform. Now, granted, it's sponsored by Spotify. And like Jerry said earlier, you know, people that uh, for a privately owned business like Spotify or something like that, then obviously they can make the rules. But Joe Rogan himself on his platform can say whatever the fuck he wants. He made the choice to go to Spotify. He didn't have to. He made the choice to. Now, granted, monetary things was probably involved in that. But Spotify knew who Joe Rogan was and what he was when they decided to give him the opportunity to sign the contract to be with him. And so if you ta if you sit there and you cancel a person like that or other people like that in any situation, where do you get the duality from that comes from people having opposing viewpoints? Because when it really comes down to it, regardless of what the subject matter is, Opposing viewpoints is what push has what is what has pushed the human race altogether to be where we're at now from a scientific standpoint, from a technological standpoint, from a religious standpoint. Those all those all the critical thinking and the conversation and things like that has pushed us to where we are now. Where if you go back, you know, we'll we'll even say twenty years when we go back and we'll use religion as an as as a as a kickoff point. Twenty years ago, you didn't hear people on a regular basis talking about people worshiping more than one god now. And if it did, it was taboo. People thought you were a devil worshiper if you were if you were into Wicca or something like that. And that was just twenty years ago. So if you take away people's ability to have an opposing viewpoint when they're having conversations and whatever else, and you try to just get rid of that because you don't like it, then what's going to end up happening is that progression that we have as a collective human mind, I guess you would say, is not going to move forward. We're going to regress. That's exactly what's going to happen. 100%. And the left side is being being very, very much fascist by trying to cancel everyone's opposing viewpoint. And it's like, like, look, here's my political stance. I'm pro-gay, I'm pro-guns, and I'm pro-abortions. Same. I, I mean, go fuck yourself. That's that's where I'm at. And, and, like, and Kenneth and I have had, like heated debates on abortions because like kind slightly has a different opinion on that um that's up to him if he wants to get into it but like we've had heated debates on, on that like there was one time it was so heated that both of us had to be like let me call you back in like an hour and i mean i'll go ahead and say it i mean this is an after dark show and again you know i said it at the beginning of the show trigger warning because i'm probably going to say something that people out there don't like i personally do not believe in abortion. I don't. I think there are certain instances from a medical point of view or from a psychological point of view where it's necessary. But do I personally believe in it? No, I do not. But at the same time, it is not my place to go out and tell somebody what they can or cannot do. And that's what makes exactly. me more of a libertarian because 
it's not my place to tell somebody what I can't do, you know, what the, what they can't do. If they want to go out there and they want to do that thing that I personally disagree with, if they want to go out there and they want to do that, I'm not the one, if you believe in a higher power that you're going to have to answer to, I'm not the person, I'm not the one that's going to have to answer for that. You are. So it's not my place to tell you what you can and can't do. That's your life. And that, yeah. and that's the, you know, in my personal opinion, that is that child's life. And if you want to do that, you go right ahead. You have the ability to do it. It's legal in most of the United States. So if you fucking want to do that, then you go right the fuck ahead. It's not my place to tell you. But I don't personally believe in it. And I'm not pro for it. Now, right side, left side. Do you see that? He is, uh, I guess you would say, morally against something, but doesn't want to take that right away from someone. That is called like basically being a human. Yeah. I was in a discord conversation today um, where there's a lot of non-Americans and they were making fun of America and the gun violence. And someone was like, you would think by this point they would just get rid of the guns. And I was just like, America is in way too deep to get rid of guns. If you want to see an actual second civil war in America, Try to take away guns because I promise you then they will have to call in the military to kill a lot of U.S. citizens because it will get violent. It will it will make everything you saw with Antifa and Black Lives Matter and Charlottesville and the Tiki Torch gang look like fucking play school bullying. Mm -hmm. Like you can't we're in too deep. We can't get rid of guns. So the, the best way to handle the gun violence in America, especially the mass shootings, is mental health. That's how we fucking do it. We, we, need we to don't want to address health. mental health. No, we don't, because we don't want people like me and Jay to get proper, easy fucking mental health care. Yeah, and you know why that is? It's because damn... Because me United... and him would be superheroes. No, <laughs> United States is a fucking business, man. And goddamn what it really comes down to it, being it able is. to help guys like you doesn't make fucking money. True it, that. It, it, it doesn't, and... But anti-gun lobbies, that does make money. Oh, it does make money. Uh, Kenneth, do you remember when I told you that I thought anti-gun lobbyists were actually backed by gun and bullet manufacturers... Mm -hmm. Because it scares people into buying more guns. I mean, and the thing about I believe it, is, it. Uh, it makes fucking sense. That would be a perfect way to, you know, fucking boost the sale of guns. If I mean, if you really need to in the United States. I mean, shit, there's so many guns in the United States. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I was listening to something the other day because I'm I'm 100. I, I am probably out of the three of us. I am the most pro Second Amendment out of the three of us. And yeah, he has pro second amendment tattooed between his asshole and balls. <laughs> I don't really have that, but that would be cool. But, um, but still, you know, like, as a matter of fact, I've got a wooden sign that says next to me that says gun control means shoot straight. Yeah. I am in a room right now that has like a, uh, like shotgun, AR 15, a couple of handguns, like same, like, American household. Um, now, if you have kids, you can't do this. This is clearly a joke. But a, a, a true American household is when you open up a kitchen drawer 
and go, oh, fuck, I forgot I had this gun in here. <laughs> I would be, honestly, even though I don't do it, um, I would be confident enough to do that in my household. Well, I'd be confident enough for Jade. I wouldn't be confident enough for Easton because Easton sometimes just be on that bullshit. No, 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 no. I, I mean, I've, since Easton, since we have had Easton, since uh, he, I have been on him about gun safety since. And yeah. the same thing with Jade. And I think. Just, you just don't get a gun that has dinosaurs on it. Right. But I think, and, and when it comes down to it, I think that's, you know, I think that's a lot of, I, I, if you really want to break it down when it comes to Second Amendment shit or, or when it comes to gun stuff or anything like that, when you really want to break it down, my personal opinion is, is I don't think that we have a gun problem. I think we have an information problem where people are not doing what they need to do from a diligence side. It's to basically give young people the safety and the knowledge that they need to be, you know, to be as safe as they need to be when it comes to firearms. I really don't think that people do that enough. And you should. If you are going to be a type of person that can own a weapon that has the possibility of taking somebody's life with a single finger stroke, then you should have the responsibility to do what you need to do to be as safe as you possibly can. And one of the biggest things that anti-gun people try to push is that most of us out here that are Second Amendment people don't do that. That we just have guns laying about our house and whatever else with no care for anybody else around us and whatever else just because of those unfortunate accidents that do happen. And in reality, the majority of us that are hardcore Second Amendment people are extreme about safety. We are extreme about constant training. We are extreme about staying up with the knowledge and everything else like that of of firearms. We and And that's one of the things that we pride ourselves in. You know, like, for instance, right now, my microphone is sitting on a pad, a tech mat on my desk that's got a breakdown of a of a uh, 1911, you know, which is a pistol, you know, that I own. And it's got a breakdown of it sitting right here. You know what I mean? And so when it comes down to it, having that, the knowledge of the inner workings, the knowledge of safety and things like that, if you're going to be a responsible gun owner, then you need to be responsible enough to do what you need to do if you have kids to teach them about gun safety from a very early age. And the unfortunate thing is, is that a lot of people don't do that, but most of your hardcore Second Amendment people do do that. And in America, and, 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 and the crazy thing about America is, it's like, it only people who are not hardcore pro Second Amendment, they don't pay attention. The only thing they pay attention to is the bullshit that the media is spouting out. That's the only thing that they pay attention to because that's the only thing that they have available to them. Because, again, going back to what we had talked about before, where people are not doing what they need to do to research to find out things. They just have their opinion. They have their viewpoint. And because they're listening to somebody like Stephen Colbert or Tucker Carlson, either way from both sides of the spectrum, dictate how they are, how they are thinking instead of thinking for themselves. And so yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with getting outside opinions. Right. But you have to still, you know, think for yourself and question stuff and and not have the cognitive dissonance that was that's built into you 
based off of how you were raised uh, through religion or school or like your parents' political leanings. Because uh, sometimes it's not the cognitive distance you get because you followed your parents' political leanings, but it's because you want to go so far the opposite of your parents' p- political leanings that you get a cognitive distance there. Right. And so by by people doing this and things like that, you know, it, it creates a negative, you know, stigma on people that are responsible gun owners. And the thing about it is, is like you take the take what you said just a little bit ago where you were in that chat room and you had somebody talking about Americans and how we are. You know what I'm saying? And if you totally got rid of guns at this current moment, well, yeah, you would take guns away from, you know, responsible law-abiding citizens you would take guns away from them but the thing about it is is what people aren't thinking about especially in america where guns are a huge part of our history and our culture is that if you take guns away from people that are law-abiding citizens criminals are not law-abiding citizens they don't give a shit you you also have to remember that we live in such an extreme capitalistic nation that just because you outlaw something does not mean we're not going to buy it. You outlawed alcohol. Guess what? We, we still bought it. Yeah, you, you can outlaw all the drugs you want. We're still going to buy it. That's exactly like, what I was just about to it, say to it, piggyback off of you. It's going to stop of it. Yeah, the all. war on drugs has been going on for what? Like fucking 40 years? Uh, I mean, I, I think it officially started with... Uh, was that during Reagan, Reagan and, and Nancy? Yeah, so Technically that was, was what, Nancy's like 30 years? It's Reagan a, had de- dementia, dementia. Yeah, so the war on drugs has been going on for, we'll just say, we'll just start with the Reagan era, so that was like 30 years ago. So damn, the war on drugs has been going on for 30 years, okay? Do you honestly think, I mean, look at the, look at the latter part of the 80s. The war on drugs started and coke was one of the biggest fucking things in the 80s, coke and crack, and it didn't go mm-hmm. away. Coke. And it, it it didn't go away. And then when the 90s came, you know what I'm saying? Damn, uh, you take the grunge era of music. You know how many motherfuckers were on heroin? That shit doesn't go, didn't go away. Motherfuckers are still dying from that now. You know? And that's one of the most illegal drugs there are out there between coke, crack, and heroin. Though, and, and then well, we're no, not no, even no. going to talk coke, about marijuana. Drop coke and <clears throat> add meth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got meth now, too, which is highly illegal. Because, first of all, Y'all got to quit talking shit on Coke. I love Coke. I mean, I'm talking about just for the war on drugs. No, you're right. (laughs) I mean, but the point is, is that it's outlawed. It's still here. Yeah. And it's not going anywhere. And the thing about it is, is if you take that and you put it on guns, just because you outlaw guns doesn't mean there's not going to be guns here. The only difference is, is then you're going to have a whole lot of people that are sitting ducks for people that don't give a shit. Pretty much. All right. So obviously we're going to talk about serious stuff like that, but we're also going to cover some funny stuff. I need to talk about something that's bothering me. Is it the size of my ass? No, it's it's the definition of simp. Okay. Simp. Yeah, please explain this uh, to me. Okay. So here's what a simp is, and here's what a simp is not. A simp is a person who worships... Uh, someone typically based on their sexual fantasies towards that person and wanting to be in a romantic relationship with that person and giving that person money or gifts 
and compliments and all this stuff, but they have no actual ability to be in a relationship with that person whatsoever because that person does not want to be in a relationship. Typically, you have the simp as like the generic version of what would be lonely internet nerd and e-girl. Um, and this has always happened. You can go back as far as like Boxy and 4chan as like an early version of simping. Um, or like people but, like Catfish. Um, n- no. I fucking love uh, that show. <laughs> Catfish is actually a ball on a show. That shit entertained the fuck out of me. Uh, but no, simping is usually um, like a, a, a guy constantly commenting on like everything a girl posts about you're so pretty you're so beautiful and she goes man i wish i had a pizza he would i will order you a pizza right now because he thinks it's going to in some way or form get him to be in a relationship with this girl is it just relationship or is it also relationship or and or getting ass both both um i think getting ass comes with being in a relationship yeah but usually uh simping is done in a white knight style to where the guy's like m'lady and shit like that um so the really they just want sex with a person they worship um they don't don't actually want a relationship but they have to make it look like they want a relationship because they're the nice guy but the problem with worshiping someone is when you worship someone, you're taking who they really are. You're cutting out everything that doesn't fit your narrow viewpoint of the version of them in your head, your fantasy version of them. So whenever they do something that does not fit that, you all of a sudden get angry at them because, oh, oh my God, you've you've betrayed me. No, they're, they're, they're a real person. You created a fake version of them, put them on a pedestal and expected them to live the way that you thought they should. Um, but my problem is, is that I'm seeing a lot of people talking about simping inside of an actual relationship. You cannot simp in a relationship. Simping is a negative term. Okay. Kenneth cannot simp for Cheyenne. Nope, but I can. (laughs) Yeah. Now, exactly. Jay could. Jay could become an orbiter and simp for Cheyenne. Cheyenne Um, needs some new arrows for her bow. Just saying, Jay. (laughs) Yeah, she's nice and she's gorgeous, but I'm broke. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And married. Yeah. So this is so, but that's been bothering me because I'm seeing all this post going. I just want to be in a relationship where the other person simps for me, and I'm like, you don't understand what simping is, and it's been annoying the shit out of me. See, my annoyance from that word comes from when someone treats a woman with respect, and they go, "Oh, you're such a fucking simp." It's like yeah. all I did was say thanks. <laughs> yeah, you can be nice to. Or it's it's the same uh, opposite of like if a girl's being nice to you. You take that as flirting. No, they're just being a decent human being. They're not flirting with you. Especially if they're on the job. Your waitress is not flirting with you. She is being nice because that is her job. Now, uh, she could well, be fake flirting with people, you to but... get a better tip. I ain't saying that's not happening. But, like, that girl who works at Target who's just being nice to you is not flirting with you. No, she wants this. <laughs> 
Jake, get the fuck out. Okay, well, I can <laughs> dinner anyway. No, you're stuck here. Um, but yeah, so that's been kind of bothering me. Like, and I know Jay, me and Jay have talked about this. Um, we see this in horror groups all the time. Um, people go in horror groups and go, no movies scare me anymore. Oh, I, that's, that's because you're a fucking adult. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I wrote, you're I not... made a whole YouTube video about this. Dude, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm 38 years old and I've, I, I couldn't even tell you how many horror movies that I've watched. And I'm sorry, I will admit it. There is a, every once in a while, there is a gem that will come out that will have me on the edge of my seat. I cannot oh, sit yeah, here and sure. say that at 38 years old, after I've watched as many horror movies as I have, fuck, after I've watched as many movies as I have. Because Jesus Christ, at the amount of hours that I have spent in my life staring at the television. But Damn. Like, we could do a whole segment just on shitty post and horror movie groups. Oh yeah, we yeah. should have started with that. I would have been talking this whole time. Yeah, like oh, I love <laughs> the one I see where it's just like someone going off on how all horror remakes are bad and they need to stop remaking the classics automatically. Yeah, and, and then they and don't understand. Like, I'm like that were remakes. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, what about John Carpenter's The Thing? That's not a remake. It's definitely a remake of a '50s movie. So was the fly. Yeah. yeah. So was the fly. So was the blob. So mm-hmm. is uh, Evil Dead from the 2010s, whenever that fucking movie came out. Like, so remakes are not inherently a bad thing. You can do something new with them. You can update them for a modern age. The not remake every... of Psycho was a bad thing. That was a bad well, thing. Yeah, but that was just a bad movie. But it, yeah, exactly. Jay's point is right. It's just a bad movie. Like, yes, there are always going to be some movies that, like, we die hard don't want a remake of because it, like... See, I do. I want every movie to be remade. Oh, see, the way I look at it, I mean, like, okay, I'm a diehard Exorcist fan. Everybody that listens to the show knows that, okay? Am I on the fence about them making this new reboot continuation thing that's supposed to come out in 2023 or 2024? Am I on the fence about it? Yes. Do I think they should leave it alone? Yes. Am I excited for it? Fuck yeah, I am. Yeah, well, it's like, I don't want a remake of Jaws. I don't think there's anything you can do in Jaws to make it better. Better shark effects. (laughs) It's got, man, if they redo it, it's going to be fucking CGI. More blood. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we don't really need more blood in that movie. That's, I'm telling you what I want. <laughs> oh, the only Jerry. thing that should be added into the original Jaws movie more is titties. the better Alex Kinter death scene where he's on the yellow wrap and they act and they because they've got photos of it. No, but fuck no... it, just turn it into Piranha. <laughs> no, there's already been dude two Piranha remakes. We don't need yeah, another. Since I'm we're kidding. saying this, I have to say though, because I made that crack about the shark. If they remade Jaws being fucking CGI in Ghostbusters Afterlife, when you see, and I'm pretty sure you know enough about this movie to know what I'm talking about, when you see the dog creatures that were in the original Ghostbusters, they're not CGI. They're practical. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, they did. They use practical where they could use practical. Yep. It's. That's, I'm really happy that, with the effects of Afterlife. I, I want the 2011 uh, The Thing. I want them to release the practical. Fuck I want the original release, cut, too. I, st- I'm, yeah. Fuck all this bullshit about releasing. Release the Snyder cut. Release the practical effect cut mm-hmm. yep. of The Thing 2011. 
That's what we need. I watched if, that not if, too long ago. If you would release that, I promise you right here and now, Russia would back off of Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> probably save the world. It probably fucking would. Yeah, I was oh listening, my God. I was listening I, to a uh, podcast the other day or watching a video or something about movies that the uh, that we'll unfortunately never get to see the director's uh, vision of it because you know like back in the 80s or whatever the majority of the outtakes or the extra footage or anything else like that just kind of got swept off the cutting room floor okay like event horizon yeah oh my god man that fucking sucks you know or all the friday the 13th movies after one yeah you know so yeah that's what made me think about that man because i would really like to there's some movies that i'd really like to get to see extended cuts or get yeah. to see a different like, version of special how effects. come how come i've got six different versions of blade runner but i can't get a friday the 13th part seven director's cut because they kept all the copies of blade runners they made them they didn't throw them out yeah, that's true. Blade Runner's so fucking good. I'd be willing to do that, man. That's eh, all right. I love Blade Runner, but I'm a kick Jay in the face. <laughs> no, if you Bro, can make fun of the Jay, Matrix all day long. Jay, I, I know Kenneth probably doesn't know about this, but Jay, you know about the Sega CD game Snatcher, right? I know of it. I don't think I've ever played it. Okay, that movie is is like heavily inspired by Blade Runner, but that needs to be made into a TV show on like Netflix or Hulu. Or one of these streaming services. Because it would be so fucking good. It, it would basically be like a Blade Runner TV show without being a Blade Runner TV show. Fair enough. But uh, what I was going to say about the Blade Runner thing is I'm pretty sure that Ridley Scott probably keeps all the extra shit that's left over. Yeah, that's Just that's saying, because he seems like the type of dude that would <laughs> do that. He's really anal. I'm pretty sure somewhere... There's a underground vault that no one knows about that's got like tons and tons and tons of film that is everything that was ever shot and not used on a Stanley Kubrick film. Probably. It's probably in the bottom of the Vatican with all the other crazy shit. Yeah, and there's probably just like Stanley Kubrick wrote fan fiction about how he got off on like destroying Shelley Duvall's life. Yeah. Even though, well, really that wouldn't be fan fiction because it actually happened. But, like, he would add fan fiction elements where he would, like, fuck a Shelley Duvall in a straitjacket. Yeah, there's probably the also fuck? outtakes of when he filmed the moon landing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that theory's the dumbest fucking... Right, and trust me, I've I'm, heard Yeah, if they're gonna get anybody theories. to direct the moon landing, it would have been Scorsese. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't Steven think that's Spielberg. any dumber than Flat Earth. Uh, yeah, Flat My no, favorite. You guys have to listen to opposing viewpoints, even if they're dumb. You okay, so all right, here. all right. Look, all right. In this particular <laughs> instance, okay, the opposing no, no, no. viewpoints in this, when we have factual evidence to back it. Here's the thing. But that's how I feel all the time. We there's factual listen. evidence and people are just We like, have no, fucking pictures of the Earth round. We have pictures from space of it round, and people I'm just still saying. believe it's fucking flat. My, it's I, not I really, the only thing with facts that people ignore is all I, I'm saying. So <laughs> my three favorite conspiracy theories to hear about uh, that aren't like the super like evil ones is I love Hollow Earth stuff. 
That could like, be real. I bet that's Godzilla actually pretty in interesting, though. You know, even if it is a conspiracy theory, that's the Hollow Earth shit. Still pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I, I like Hollow Earth stuff. I like um, the Moon is a hologram. I haven't heard. Well, that. ever since Piccolo blew it up, they had to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then my other one is a uh, chemtrails one, but it's the craziest thing ever. Inside the chemtrails are tiny molecular like mirrors that are reflecting um rays coming from spaceships because we no longer uh make deals with like a certain alien race like obviously we we like fuck with some like like we've made deals with like the reptilians we can't go back on but like uh, and like the grays <laughs> but like we don't fuck with the tall whites anymore so the chemtrails have these tiny uh, special mirrors that block the uh, like rays or beams or whatever that are coming from the spaceships of the tall whites to keep them from uh, getting their messages into like whatever tall whites that we currently have captive as like prisoners of war deep in like fucking like Area Fifty One. The silence is, is about <laughs> what I expected. Yeah. I'm going to need you to I mean, repeat that right, three different right. times. Even if I were to really entertain this idea, okay, and I'm going to try to at this current moment, for that to be plausible, the amount of chemtrails that would have to be released into the atmosphere would literally be worldwide, continuously. Well, no, no, no. No, because mathematically, if we track their ships... And we keep up with, like, say, um, whenever they shoot, like, a beam or a message, we have a way to detect, like, a buildup of, like, uh, energy or, um, like, anything like that. Because they can't really send sound, because uh, sound doesn't travel through space. Uh, if I, th I think, I think my science is right on that. Um, so, like, they're sending rays, there's a buildup of energy. So when they do that... Um, we can, by the time it would get to earth, we would already have like an airplane dropping chemtrails in that area to block it. It's, okay. it's, it's all about the math and understanding the routine of the tall whites. Though, if I remember correctly, the tall whites are supposed to be slightly psychic. I can't remember. Okay. Um, there's like, there's Jerry. Like, do we need to have a talk off of the microphone? There's like, well, no. There's like seven different alien races that we like know about. Um, and one of them, uh, I can't remember which one it was that made a deal. Um, made a deal with one of the presidents. What? Which president was it? Probably one Nixon. He fucked Jimmy everything. Jimmy Carter. No, it wasn't Carter <laughs> Nixon. It, it actually might have been. Uh, I want to say like another deal was made with Reagan, but there was a but I that was a renewal deal yeah, from I be a Reagan fucking shot out. So I uh, be an older deal that was made with a one of the presidents that was presidents uh, during like the fifties, like before JFK. 
but I can't remember what the, which president it was. Was that Yo, Roosevelt? Yo, Ivy State, uh, Roosevelt was in the 40s because Roosevelt was involved in World War II. And that was FDR, right? Yeah, that's FDR. So who was in the middle? I, 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 don't, I don't remember because that's my problem is like when it comes to like all the alien stuff. Because Jimmy like Carter this, was right after JFK, wasn't it? Jimmy Carter was because who went in when Ugh. when JFK Jimmy was Carter killed? was like in the sixties. Yeah, but, but, uh, but oh no, Lyndon Lyndon B. Johnson took over after JFK. Okay, got okay, his fucking so, head shot off. Okay, so LBJ which, was right which after. Lyndon Johnson is actually the one who had uh, JFK get his head shot off because of the deals he had going on with um, uh, Castro and Cuba. And uh, that's more the plausible to me than the fucking Kim Jarrell thing. The the, <laughs> the deals that, well, yeah, but they paid the mafia to actually. The mafia is actually the one that carried out the hit. Again, that's completely Kennedy. plausible in comparison to the Kim Trail thing. I I think the Kim Trails shit is is. Look, I'm not you denying don't understand. The fact. That you just don't have the knowledge when it comes to alien the alien races the nuts and bolts of it the like all the really really technical stuff and like you what do? we're seeing with like implants and like all the shit like you've seen communion right no you haven't seen communion Mm-mm. with um uh fucking Walker Christopher Walken no oh I, my god I, I know what the box yeah. looks like but I've never one watched you need it. to watch it because the movie's just fucking wild. But um, it's actually based on the guy who wrote Communion, who also wrote, like, other fucking uh, very popular things. Like, um, he either wrote Wolfen or The Howling, the book's version, not the movie version. He wrote one of those. But it's a very big thing. But he uh, actually, like, got visited by aliens and, like, got an implant put in him by the aliens uh, some people think he actually just got raped by a dude, and that's and and the whole alien thing to is his post traumatic stress disorder. I mean, that uh, makes sense. Making him not just just not want to admit that he was raped by a dude, but like it's crazy. It's like um, it's like fire in the sky. Communion is like fire in the sky, except like like nineteen seventies coked out Stephen King. I'll check it out. I mean, because like Fire in the Sky is my go-to alien movie. I love that fucking movie. Oh, I love it's great. The, I love the story based on it. I actually sent an email to the guy that. Uh, oh, Travis Walton. Yeah, I sent an email to him, and fucking dude, he emailed me back. Really? You know, Travis Walton has never like everyone involved in the Travis Walton production. Not a single one of them has ever changed their story. Nope. Ever. Nobody has ever deviated. Let's have him on the show. Travis Walton, dude, Travis Walton, like, yeah, good luck with if that. he's going to talk about it, he gets paid. Yeah. I'll pay him. Like, my dick. But yeah, I mean, like, I, like I said, I sent him an email and he, he actually emailed me back. I told him, I was just like, I watched the movie and then I read the story and I've listened to a whole bunch of interviews and I said, out of all of the abduction you know, things that I have read about and stuff like that, to me, yours is the one that seems the most realistic. Yours is the one that I actually believe. Uh, his and, um, uh, there's a one that happened in like the, 
want to say the 50s, it was this interracial couple, a, a black guy and a white woman, um, back when this was still extremely taboo. Um, their adoption also comes off as pretty fucking I heard about that. Tight. Yeah, because um, when you said the thing about the interracial couple, I heard, I've heard about that one. Um, yeah, I can't think of their names right now because for some reason I keep th- wanting to say Betty White, and that's not right because... <laughs> no. <laughs> but there's another alien. guy, there's another guy that I actually listened to on Joe Rogan that damn, um, he was a scientist. He was like a physicist or something. And he ended up, uh, the first thing that he did where he actually got noticed by the government, and this is legit, this actually happened, where he got noticed from a government, he was working someplace, and he ended up putting a fucking jet engine on, like, his Honda Civic or something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he got noticed by the government when he was working out there. All right. And so basically from there, the story goes to the government, uh, somebody from the government came to him and wanted him to work on something because he was, you know, a physicist. He was in the aerospace. He was an engineer, all this other kind of shit. And they wanted him to work on something. So they took him out to a place that was near Area 51. It was like part of it, but it wasn't actually, you know, what we all consider the, the actual Area 51 area. So he damn uh, he went out there and he said that what happened is when he went inside they that the government actually had more than one I think it was like seven or eight different alien spacecrafts and they were all different shapes and one of them was the classic saucer shape and then the other one looked like a, a, a like a pill you know it had like the shape yeah, of a yeah, capsule. Yeah. Or whatever he had, he said that there was one like that, and then he described some other ones or whatever else, and he went into the detail of exactly how the ship that he was working on worked, but he couldn't figure out how it was doing it. And basically, what it did, what he said, and what he said in his interview is that the 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 ship would basically cause gravity to turn like it could manipulate how gravity works from a, like waves. And yeah. Uh, when you get into like the technology side of like UFOs and stuff like that, it's called, uh, I don't know. It, it's called nuts and bolts. Um, the nuts and bolts side of all of it. Uh, and a lot of them deal with like us having that the government has anti gravity technology but we haven't been able to reverse engineer it. Right. And so when I'm listening to this guy and, and what he's talking about it now, he's, he, he obviously never says that he was abducted by aliens. But the thing about it is, is when you're listening to this guy and you're listening to his story and then you start like doing other research that's involved and start looking at other people's research on this guy. And if I, if, if I hop on my phone in a minute, I can tell you the guy's name. But if you start looking into it and stuff like that, the fucked up part about it is, is every single thing that he talks about lines up with shit. And it's, oh yeah, dude, yeah. I mean, it's insane, dude. There is enough legitimate, uh, like alien stuff, especially with the disclosure stuff that's been happening over the past couple of years. Um, there's been a lot of information coming out where the government's kind of basically said, "Yeah, it's there," without saying, "Yeah, it's there." Um, but like, how can you watch like the footage of the Phoenix Lights and and say that's not a spaceship? Like, I'm sorry, the whole uh, government excuse that it's flares. Are you talking Get about the when they were in like or when they were in like are you talking like about like a triangle the, shape? Yeah. It was like that. V I watched shape. that fucking video. That shit was insane. 
Yeah, I have like, not seen the video. You should check oh it out, God, dude. It's fucking crazy, it. man. It's so fucking good. And that governor, like, later came out, like, over the past couple of years, has come out and said, like, look, I saw it. It was a spaceship. I tried to get answers. I was told, don't ask questions. Don't take this seriously. And he's like, that's part of why, like, the gag happened when he was governor at the time. And he says, we know who did it bring 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 the person out and someone walked out in a goofy alien costume as a joke yeah and, like, and the he thing did about that it is... shit. a government employee did that shit because he was told like yo uh-uh and that's what they've always done they've always made people who talk about ufos aliens all that shit like look like laughing stocks and if you watch because if it, you watch it, like any of the minor documentaries about the Phoenix lights, if you watch any minor documentaries or something like that, there is film footage from like five or six different directions where people are trying to get video evidence of this. It's not just yeah. one spot. It's like well, five or six different directions. Five or six different angles of the second sighting, which happened like 30 minutes to an hour after the first one. Yeah. But I believe there is actually only one footage of the first one. Yeah. It's fucking insane to watch, man. angles of the second one. It's so insane to watch. And then, like, like yeah. if you can, like, if now, if you Google uh, some of the videos that the government has released over the past few years, like what Jerry was talking about, like when uh, the guy that I was talking about oh, that I yeah. heard about on Joe Rogan, he was talking about one of the. Uh, in one of his interviews, he was talking about one of the ships being shaped kind of like a capsule, like an oval shape or whatever else. Um, yeah. They called it something specific in the... Uh, um, I know the, the old term for what they always said cigar shaped, but I don't know. I can't remember what the right. like, term but, they call it now. Okay. So the thing about it is, is when that guy first got interviewed and he talked about this, he put out a model of the one that he worked on. But if you, when he first talked about this and he talked about it, this was like maybe fucking 20 years ago, maybe a little bit less, but it was something like that 15, 20 years ago when he was talking about it. And then they released a video, a government fucking military video of a flying fucking object that is maneuvering fucking like, like nothing else, like no technology that we have on this planet. It's maneuvering all crazy and stuff like that, and it is shaped exactly like that guy described. Well, yeah, I mean, let's all keep in mind that uh, the huge jump in technology that happened in the 90s is 100% because Bill Clinton made a deal with the aliens, and he was (laughs) like, yo, I will get your dick sucked. Yeah, this girl Monica, she knows all about it. By this Monica bitch. And that's how we actually got uh, AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Jay, is there any topic you want to talk about? You haven't got to, to really say I'm not anything. I'm done with aliens yet. I'm so well, bad the thing, at, like... We can't, we can't, like, go on and on because, like, this is shit that we will cover on, like, later episodes also as as people, like question what we said and we do more research on on different things because like later on for episodes for after dark there are things where i'm going to like sit down and write some topics that i want to talk about with information and i'm sure y'all might also sometimes it'll be just something funny or sometimes it might be something serious but like 
one of the things I am going to do, and though I know it kind of riles up, so, is I'm going to stop a conversation so that it has, one, we're not going on it for fucking three hours, like, during our phone calls, kind of. Uh, right. But two, <laughs> so that, like, we're kind of going between, like, serious and funny and just kind of bouncing all around. Okay, let um, me say, all right, let me say this one okay, thing and then we'll move ahead. on. Okay, so I started watching this video today where it was a guy, um, fuck, I can't remember his name now either, but I'll send you the link to the video. As a matter of fact, I can tell you real quick, it's on my YouTube. But um, he was talking about how we can do the science to figure out, like, okay, for instance, in a situation like uh, if you're looking at the sun, Okay, and scientists say what the sun is made out of. It's made out of like nitrogen and helium and shit like that. And I've always been curious of exactly how they know that. How the fuck do you know that? Well, this video that I was watching today broke down all the questions that I've ever had about space in like 20 minutes and broke them down to where I can understand them. So like that's cool. Yeah, it was really badass because like okay, number one, when you're talking about how they can uh, they can they can decipher what gases are actually what make up the sun, it's broken down by like how the light how the light reacts to what the elements are doing for, on an atomic level. So like huh. different gases when the light passes through them causes it to fucking change colors and do different colors. So like helium and, and granted, this is just me going off the top of my head. Cause I can't remember exactly which colors it are. It is. But when helium, like when the, when the atoms in helium get moving around because it gets hot, it makes off like a blue color. And then another color will be for another different element and stuff like that. And we know that because of how we have done experiments here on earth in nature to figure this out. And so that's how we know. And the same thing with how we know, like, you know, you hear people talk about how the universe is infinite, but at the same time, it's expanding. Well, how we know that it's expanding is what they'll basically do is they'll find a fixed point on it's somewhere in the universe that they can see and they'll compare it to the point here. And they'll see how those colors from how the light is changing as the light is passing through the universe to get to us, which takes however many fucking, you know, billions of years because of light years. So they'll look at it like that and it'll change the perspective. And you got to watch the video and he breaks it down perfectly, but it changes the perspective and you see how the universe stretches. And that's what causes the change in the perspective. I would of, like to watch that video. Dude, it is so fucking informative. And I was like, and I only got 20 minutes into it. It's like an hour and a half. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, I was blown away by it, man. And so, yeah, I'm a, I'll am send you a link to it. Um, to, 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 the guy's name is uh, Brian Cox. And this is... The uh, actor? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, there it goes. And uh, Holy shit, that's Jason Bourne. Yeah, and he's doing <laughs> a lecture. Uh, 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 he's doing a lecture on the universe and like... Uh, supernovas and nebulas and stuff like that. It's actually really fucking cool. As a matter of fact, I'm finna send it to the, uh, I'm finna send it to the chat. Yeah, send it to the chat. I'd watch that. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. Like I caught, right. I caught a snippet of it on TikTok, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I actually saw something on TikTok. I've got to look into, but like a CIA agent uh, was able to find a loophole in his uh, NDA to be able to talk about 
shit. And uh, basically the CIA gave Google the tools it needed uh, to become the number one search engine. Uh, oh, fuck. On on the deal that the that Google will um, be helping the CIA translate um, alien languages, which brings us to today's sponsor, DuckDuckGo, the number one browser for not being tracked. <laughs> we need. No one's going to sponsor this kind of. No one's going to sponsor nonsense. us. <laughs> uh, but okay. Uh, so Jay's got to go make dinner. I do have to make dinner. I'm sorry. I tell you what, though. Next time I'll come with a topic and I'll talk first. Sounds good to me. Um, so we're going to let him go. Uh, Kenneth, how, how long has this been going for? One an hour, hour and, and a half. 20 minutes. Oh, so close. An hour and 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Um, you want to finish out 10 minutes and just make it an, an hour and a half? Um, yeah, Jay, go ahead and say bye. Me and Kenneth will bullshit for another 10 minutes. Okay. I love you guys. This love has you been too, fun. Enjoy I will, your uh, dinner. I'll bring a topic next time. All right, cool. Love you. See you, Peace. man. Bye. Bye. Um. Yeah, the CIA thing. I've got to look it up. Um. Like, dude was doing an interview, and he like legit showed like all his CIA like documents to prove who he was. Um. <clears throat> but he had like a couple other points that were like proving. Um alien stuff he was talking about um one of the footage from the 50s that i I just can't remember all the specifics for off the top of my head because i've been up since 5 a.m um i've been up since four (laughs) that's fair um but yeah it's stuff like that i i will sit there and look into that shit yeah, dude, I went on like fucking day. Like when I went when when I was listening to the the Travis Walton interviews recently, because he was on Joe Rogan, which was really cool, and uh, so I went from the Joe Rogan episode to some other shit and whatever else, and I already knew about Travis Walton because I'm a huge fan of Fire in the Sky, and uh, I went down this like long, huge rabbit hole about aliens, man. And, and the thing about it is, like, even after watching that video that I sent to the chat where I was talking about a minute ago, like, how scientists know, you know, about the universe and stuff like that. And if you watch it, man, like I said, just watch the first 20 minutes. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And uh, I found I will it- say this. Uh, the last podcast on the left, whenever they co- cover aliens and UFOs and all that shit, they knock it out of the park with their shit, man. I'll check it out. Because, like I said, man, they did I mean, Travis Walton also. Yeah, they covered him. That's fucking awesome. You know, and the thing about it is, dude, is this is like, <laughs> it's another one of those things that I find about as ridiculous as the flat Earth theory, where I'm just like, okay, we have we can literally see galaxies that are fucking billions upon billions of light years away. And you mean to tell me that we're the only life in this universe? Come on, man. Also, how can the Earth be flat if we have sea levels and mountains? That's technically not flat. Well, they, I guess you would have to say from their perspective it'd be flat-ish. Well, their perspective can suck my dick. Yeah. And it goes back to what Jay said about listening to other people's points of view. And it's just like, okay... Uh, I can understand that. I can completely understand what he said. But at the same time, we have literal 
Yeah. Not, per, yeah. not not somebody else's perspective, not somebody else's opinion, not somebody else's perception. We have physical evidence that the yeah, Earth there's is fucking a round. There, there's a difference in decades of pure research science and Uncle Bob who fucking smokes meth. And has a and, and decided channel. to build a rocket that fucking he thought was going to take him into space in his backyard. Yeah, and it killed him, and that yeah. shit was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I mean, it's just the point of man. I mean, it's you know the same thing where their whole idea that fucking Australia doesn't exist, and that everybody that from Australia or whatever are all paid actors. You know how much how how fucking much time that would take to yeah, pay off that no many way. fucking people, especially like. Because I've had conversations with with Renee, and she lives in Australia, and I'm almost ninety nine percent certain she is not a like AI controlled computer robot. Is that where she's from? Yeah, she lives in Australia. I, for some reason, I was thinking it was Canada. No, that no Heather but who, lives in Canada. Yeah, I know Heather does. Well, uh, fuck now, God, and I feel bad about this. What? Dude Australia? That, no, 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 no. Dude that lives in South Wales that we had on the show. Are you talking about uh, Tim Davis from... Yeah, same thing, man. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right, because we've, we've had him on the show, and he's in Australia. Yeah, he's he lives in South Wales, which is, I, I think it's what it is. I, think I mean, he could be lying to us. He could be podcasting from the Himalayas for all we fucking know. Yeah, but the but point the is, thing man, is, is I, I, I've never seen the Himalayas, but I've I've seen it in like a Bugs Bunny cartoon, <laughs> and I think that gives me just as much credibility to say that Australia exists because Tim did not seem like he was from that Bugs Bunny cartoon. No, he didn't. But my kids watched this fucking crazy ass movie the other day where like the the these these kids fucking uh parents like abandon them or some shit and they end up getting a nanny and the 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 the, the, the these orphan people try to take the kids away from the nanny and uh, it's animated, by the way. And then the nanny tries to get the kids back from, like, the orphanage, which is kind of like a prison. And when she does get them back, the only way the kids think that they're not going to go back into the orphanage, which is like a prison, is to find their legit parents who are fucking garbage human beings. So they try to go look for them, and their legit parents are in the Himalayas. And, like, the nanny's boyfriend owns, like, a candy factory, so they build, like, this flying fucking ship that, like, spits rainbows out the back and stuff like that. It was a very odd movie, but it was very entertaining. And so when I figure that out... That is what, odd. Yeah, when I figure it out, I'll fucking send it to you, because I don't know what the name of it is. Every, I came home every from work, and it was, while, like, in the middle of it. Every once in a while, I, I remember this movie from the 90s, and I go, oh, I'm going to look it up, and I never do. But it was about these kids who, like lock uh their parents and it's not just like like one group it's like a couple of different parents uh and all the kids get together and lock the parents in the basement because the parents were going to get like a get like a divorce or something and so they lock their parents in the basement and basically feed them like rice krispie treats until they decide to not get a divorce 
I've never seen this. I kind of want like to. that's a movie. Like that's a fucking movie. Yeah. And like there was some weird shit in the nineties. Do you remember that movie, um, Blank Check, where the kid yeah. like the rich dude hits the kid and ruins the kid's bike, and so the rich dude just gives him the blank check, and the kid like gets like all this crazy amount of money. Yeah. And then the kid does all this shit to try to bang this fucking like FBI agent, and like. When you're watching it as a kid, you're like, ha, ha, ha. And now you're watching it, and you're like, yo, at the end of that movie, that woman's like, call me in a few years. And you're like, bro, no, hold on a second. This bitch is a pedo. Yeah, did you ever watch fucking uh, Don't Tell Mom Babysitter's Dead? Oh, yeah, Christine Applegate? Yeah, dude. Okay, watching that movie as a kid, same thing. You know, it's all funny and shit like that. Watching it as an adult, there's some fucked up shit in that movie. Yeah, there's a bunch of shit that like I watch as now where I'm just like, this kind of fucked up, homie. Like, or even like, there's some stuff that like is like a a gag, and then as you get older, you're like, that's kind of really fucked up. Like, um, in Daffy Duck's Quackbusters, the moose that has like the noose that comes out mm-hmm. to hang Porky Pig, like one, the moose noose thing is fucking crazy. I really want to try to get my uh, the artwork that was done for my Mooses with Nooses fan club that was never finished by my ex-fiance. I really want to try to get that, get her to send me that stuff, but I have no way to contact her anymore. Um, I can do it. Or I need to just try to get someone to like do a new version of it because I really want to make Kill the Cast uh, Mooses with Nooses fan club. Yeah, but the, think about this. If it was a political climate and we've got anything that's got a noose on it. Oh, yeah, I mean, you're right, that's... Uh, don't get me wrong, shit. it's fucking ridiculous, but the point No, you're is... right, because, you know, uh, two years ago when my dad did that uh, hanging scene from Sinister... Yeah. Uh, ...in his Halloween decorations... Didn't the HOA oh, come and God. make him take it down? No, there is no HOA. Uh, it was literally just people doing, like, the Facebook activism yeah, thing. Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, and throwing a fit, and so he couldn't do it. And, um, you know, Kendrick Lamar, great rapper, Kendrick Lamar, uh, he, he put out a song with a guy, he was a feature on the song and he was in the song. He took a shot, man. Cause he was just like, he was like, I've been ducking the pandemic. All you overnight activists. I've been doing this for a minute. Like, cause he's been do- doing, you know, the activism for so long, but he's just like, the the overnight activists who are only doing it because they are so fucking bored in the pandemic that they have nothing better to do, right. like has gotten so out of hand. And I'm just like, tell them Kendrick, because Kendrick Lamar is like one of the best fucking just rappers of all time. Like that dude's so fucking talented. It's ridiculous. But yeah, man. I mean, at this current moment, if we try to do something like that, somebody that didn't recognize it from a cart from the cartoon or something like that, or obviously the people in the neighborhood that didn't know that was from a fucking horror movie, would probably goddamn have a, have a shit fit over it. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is if my dad would have like done that, except it would have been like obviously dressed as pirates, no one would have given a shit. Hmm. So I mean, I mean you, it, it is what it is. It, I mean, we may be able to get away because it's you know coming out of a moose's mouth but 
who knows that at that some at that point or whatever else, and I'm going to be 100% straightforward, who knows at that point where somebody's not going to try to come up with, you know, some kind of theory about how, you know, because it's a moose and blah, 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 and whatever else. And then, it is, but I'm, I'm taking nooses back from racism. Yeah. Okay? I mean, I'm, a noose I mean, is not racist. You are taking, like, like, a noose does not necessarily, like, mean lynching. Suicide by noose has been around way longer than lynching. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to respect my, uh, I'm going to get so much trouble for that joke. <laughs> I am. Oh, I'm going to get in so much trouble, Kenneth. It'll be all I'm right. leaving it in. But the point is, is that damn, somebody will try to come, come con- construe some kind of fucking backward story about how this is racist and how that's racist or something like that. It's like when I first read the whole thing about how Star Wars was racist, man. I was just like, Jesus Christ, can't people just enjoy motherfuckers flying around in the goddamn, flying around in goddamn space? Yeah. And, and I think and, and um, blowing shit up. I think a lot of the things where they like overblow the simplest things to make it racist really hurts like the actual battles against racism and, and uh, systematic racism that we need to be dealing with. Like those are what we really need to be dealing with. We don't need to be like dealing with is it racism to start Lord of the Rings is racist because of how they treat uh, the, the, the barbaric orcs. Uh, oh yeah. I and... forgot that that was a thing. Oh yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah, where it was I totally like, forgot that that was a thing. That that it was su- like super fucking like people were trying to say that fucking uh, J.R. Tolkien was racist, and I was just like, y'all are attacking J.R. Tolkien. Go attack the dude who wrote Alice in Wonderland. He was a fucking pedophile. Yeah, there you go. It it, it, it kind of reminds me of when I was a when I was uh, in middle school. I had uh, and I may have told this story before on the show, but I had drawn like a whole bunch of shit on one of my notebooks. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, one of, some of it had to be, it was symbols from like a Scooby-Doo episode that I thought looked cool. And they were on the, they were on the tombstones in the Scooby-Doo episode. It was the witch episode. Mm -hmm. And I had drawn it on my notebook along with some, you know, uh, metal band names and shit like that. You know, typical shit you do when you're a fucking, you know, right at the cusp of being a teenager. And, uh, (laughs) <laughs> my fucking teacher, my literature teacher, called my mom and had my mom come to the school and carted me into the office because I was apparently fucking drawing satanic symbols on my notebook. And they looked at me and they were like, you know, my mom was just fucking rolling her eyes. And the teacher was just like, where did you see this stuff? And I turned around and I looked Are at Are you going to shoot up the school? Yeah, I mean, totally. It was like all that shit. And I looked up at the, and I looked up at fucking, uh, God, I can't remember her name. It wasn't Miss Lipford. It was the one before that. I can't remember her fucking name. She got a great rack though. And I looked up at her and I was just like, I saw this shit on Scooby-Doo. I was like, (laughs) and she looked at me kind of funny and she was just like, this is not a joke. And I was like, I'm not joking. I was like, go, I was like, go home. I was like, at that time we didn't have like Netflix or anything. I was just like, but. I was like, watch some Scooby Doo. I was like, turn on TBS. Yeah, I was like, it's in Scooby Doo. I was like, it's the witch episode. It was on the tombstone. And come to find out that the symbol that I had drawn was the sulfur symbol, which is a fucking, you know, has been adapted as a satanic symbol. But the point is, is that I didn't know that at the time. And so, yeah, I have, I, I have a hat that's got the, 
Yeah, sulfur right. symbol. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know it at the time. I thought it just looked fucking cool. So I put it on there, and I've, and that was where I saw it. It was on a tombstone in the witch episode of fucking Scooby-Doo. And so I drew it on there, along with various other things that I fucking, you know, just doodled all over it with, you know. Dude, I love reading shit that went down during, like, the satanic panic of the 80s and shit. Right. Like, it's that shit hilarious, so man. fucked up. But the point is, is that... You know, going back to what we was originally talking about, it's where narrow-minded people that don't think don't realize that that, you know, like I said, if we did the mooses with nooses thing, you know what I'm saying? They're going to sit there and they're going to have, they're going to pitch a bitch and they're going to come out with all this kind of shit about how it's racist or whatever the fuck it is. And then we're going to get asked about it and we can be like, yeah, this is from a fucking cartoon. Yeah, it's from a fucking Porky Pig cartoon. Yeah. Okay? Like, it's not racist at all. It's a mouse putting a noose out of a moose's mouth because, get it, noose, moose, yeah. to hang Porky Pig to scare Porky Pig away. Yeah. Like, and that's actually one of my favorite fucking cartoons because it's got Sylvester and Porky Pig in it. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's, <laughs> so it's, it's one of my favorite Looney Tunes cartoons. It's easily my favorite segment from Quackbusters. Yeah, well, the full cartoon is really funny, too. But, oh, no, yeah, yeah, it is. But, like, I grew up on Daffy Duck's Quackbusters. But somebody, and, and then the thing about it is, is after we said it was from Looney Tunes, somebody would come up and they'd be like, well, Looney Tunes was racist, which it actually was in certain instances. But the point is, is that that's where that would go, and it would just turn into a whole bunch of bullshit. Oh, 100. I 100% agree with you. Like, it, it would be such a problem. By the way, Kenneth, um, did I tell you every time I die I broke up? No. Yeah, dude, they broke up. Like, like legit or is this a joke? Legit done. Like, there's legal shit going on. Like, basically, everyone in the band broke up with Keith. Why was he Keith a is on something? some weird shit and... I can't tell if his girl, his new girlfriend is doing some Yoko Ono shit or what the fuck's going on, dude. That's but the quickest like, way to ruin something awesome. I have to think that if all four other members of the band are saying that Keith's the problem, then it's kind of making me think that a lot of the shit that Keith's saying ain't fully true. But we really don't know yet because I was going to come to Georgia um, – I think it was in March uh, to go uh, with the Russian to see uh, Under Oath Every Time I Die in Spirit Box. And I'm guess I'm assuming that their tour has been canceled. Oh, yeah. No, Every Time I Die is dropped from the tour. They got replaced. Um, like, they're legitimately done done. Like, they're, like, I wouldn't expect them to even do a reunion tour. Um ever at this point like it, it's been yeah but what okay i don't know nearly shit. as much about the band as you do but isn't the fucking big dude like keith's brother no the uh other guitarist is keith's brother and keith is saying that jordan his brother has been verbally and physically abusive to him for years the other guy andy he'll be completely okay because he's a wrestler he's a professional wrestler in AEW. So he goes by the butcher and he's in a tag team 
called The Butcher and the Blade. That's cool. Like, he'll never have to play music for a while. He can just focus on doing wrestling, which is what he did during the pandemic. I mean, obviously, uh, there's rumors that everyone else in the band besides Keith are going to start a new band. Um, so it'll just be like the same band except with a new singer, uh, but not under the name Every Time I Die. Oh, well, the end of an era. Yeah, I cried. I bet. Legitimately. I just wanted to end this on a the saddest note possible. That A sad note that no one else besides, like, me really gives a shit about. Oh, I think it sucks. I mean, they put out some really good music. Like, that last album that you let me listen to is actually really good. Oh, it's so good. And it sucks that that, that, that album that came I'm out recently. That I'm never going to be able to see that album live. I'm yeah. not going to be able to hear... I'm not going to be able to see any of those songs performed live. Yeah, that sucks. I'm upset. You should be. Um, but yeah, okay. So, um, thank you for anyone who listened to this. Uh, feel free to make a comment in our Facebook group to tell us how you felt, what you would like us to talk about more, where you disagreed and we have offended you, um, what you liked, what you didn't like, um, all of that. So we can take all of that um, in regards for how we will continue the show. Now, keep in mind, if you just disagree with us, that doesn't mean we're going to stop talking about it. We may bring up your, if you have good points, you know, obviously Kenneth and I are both people that if you have good points, we're going to say, okay, that's a really good point. Let me put that into my viewpoint and see what it does. And, you know, new evidence can always change an opinion for us. It has um, in the past. But also, if we talked about something you would like us to talk about more, whether it's aliens, um, I'd really like to dig in some uh, stuff on us talking about retro video games. Um, I will probably const uh, every episode talk about something at least one thing that's really, really fucked up, just because I'm into that stuff. Um, I have a very, very morbid curiosity about that stuff, so I'll probably bring something like that every episode. Um, but we'll have other topics that political, religious, if you have a topic you want us to talk about, you can let us know. Um, What's going to be funny is like after this episode where people realize that I'm like a right-leaning libertarian, I wonder if anybody's going to try to cancel me. Uh, I don't think you said anything that, like... You know, somebody may disagree with the fact that, you know, I'm not pro-abortion. Yeah, but the fact that you're you're not pro-abortion, but you don't want to take that right away from someone is the important part. Yeah. And if they can't understand that, if they can't distinguish that, then there's some cognitive dissonance uh, on their part that they really need to address with themselves. Yeah, well, um, unfortunately, there's some stupid people out there. So, <laughs> I was trying to be really nice about it, Kenneth. <laughs> I, mean, I was being tactful. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, when it really comes down to it, try to cancel me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It doesn't really matter. that be, Once I put this out, we will never be able to run for a political office. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't so, see me running for a political office. You know, I don't think anybody's going to, you know, me, vote for uh, a you know, young uh, wizard. Uh, the libertarian party in Fayetteville did try to convince my dad to run for 
the local government in Fayetteville. That'd have been cool. I should, I would have voted for him. My dad said, "Fuck that." <laughs> <laughs> too much um, responsibility. Uh, too stupid of people. Um, I can see that. I don't really go into town much. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, give us feedback on this. Tell us if you liked it. If you didn't like it, uh, you can also just privately message one of us if you don't want to make a comment in public. Um, and we'll obviously keep what you're saying in private unless you specifically say we can say it on the show. Um, because I know some of the stuff we talk about, while funny, some of it is serious, some of it is controversial, and some of it is offensive. And, and trust me, as we go on, there's going to be more offensive jokes. Like, don't ever really expect, like, we're never going to be, like, racist. We're never going to be, like, homophobic. We're never going to be, mis- like, misogynist. Like, even if we make jokes in that area, it's the very lighthearted versions. Because our humor is, can be morbid, but it's not, like, we're not Blink-182. You know what I'm saying? Like... This We're not going to put the extreme version of our humor online. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'd say some kind of extreme jokes. Um, yeah, but nothing in comparison to like some of the conversations that we've had on the back deck. Yeah, th- that's that's true. Um, <laughs> so, but he, he, even then, it's not really like I don't know. Anyway. So give us feedback. Let us know what you, what, what you thought about this, what you liked, and uh, we'll keep it going. And Jay has promised in the next episode we will bring – he will bring a topic. Uh, we didn't actually know if we were going to record this tonight. It was kind of a – okay, after we finish recording the cleansing hour, we may do this because I, I've been pushing to do – I really wanted to do this, and I'm glad we did. I thought it was – Really, really good conversation. I thought it bounced from funny to serious to funny to serious. So, I really, really liked it. Um, Kenneth, how did you feel about this? I actually had a really good time. I like, uh, I like, um, you know, t- being able to be at a platform to talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about, and the rest of us getting to and just saying whatever the fuck we want because. You know, the majority of the time you don't get to do that because you're having to take, you know, other people's perspectives into point of view or something like that. That's the reason why at the beginning of the show I warn people. You know, it's just like we're going to say whatever the fuck we want. And if you're not down with that, because more than likely somebody's going to say something that's going to piss you off or you're going to disagree with or something like that. And if you're not down with that and you just want to keep with the shows, then go ahead. You know, that's cool. We understand. We get it. You know what I mean? Sometimes there's just shit that you don't want to hear somebody else say. You know, that's the majority of my life because I really don't like hearing other humans talk in general unless I choose to hit hit the play button. So, Yeah, exactly. So if this wasn't your cup of tea, then, hey, you know, going forward that this show's not for you. And it's all good. You know, we're not offended. Um, you know, do what you need to do. Um, but either way, we love y'all. Thanks for checking uh, this out. This is going to – I want to try to do at least one of these a month, um, but because these are kind of so easy to record, you could possibly see more. They could be random. This is something that we could technically record at any time and put out, and it won't always be all three of us. It could be two of us. It could be one of us with other people. We may bring in random 
guest just to get other viewpoints on stuff. Um, so this will just kind of come out whenever the hell we feel about feel like it. But I would like to get at least one of these a month as like a bonus show. Not to, this would not go towards the two regular kill the cast shows per month that I want to get us back to. Is what I'm saying. Right. So we are out. Um, have fun. Um, things don't age well like the comedy the pest but that doesn't mean you still can't enjoy it after dark <laughs>